with any certainty what was good even for us. We have fulfilled the danger of this by making our personal pride and greed the standard of our behavior toward the world, to the incalculable disadvantage of the world and everything living in it. And now, perhaps very close to too late, our great error has become clear. It is not only our own creativity, our own capacity for life, that is stifled by our arrogant assumption. The creation itself is stifled. We have been wrong. We must change our lives so that it will be possible to live by the contrary assumption that what is good for the world will be good for us. And that requires that we make the effort to know the world and to learn what is good for it. We must learn to cooperate in its processes and to yield to its limits. But even more important, we must learn to acknowledge that the creation is full of mystery. We will never entirely understand it. We must abandon arrogance and stand in awe. We must recover the sense of the majesty of creation and the ability to be worshipful in its presence. For I do not doubt that it is only on the condition of humility and reverence before the world that our species will be able to remain in it. Welcome to People in Place. My name is Mason. The reading today was from Wendell Berry's book, The Art of the Commonplace, compiled by Norman Wurzba, and in the chapter, A Native Hill. And a few episodes ago, I read from this same book and from the same chapter. And so maybe that's a testament to how much I enjoy it, considering how closely together I am putting these chapters and readings. But I also thought it was just suiting because it fits the topic that I was wanting to discuss, or at least the topic that I wanted to roll over in my mind. And I hope you can bear with me for that. So the concept of creation and creativity is one that hasn't been far from me for very long. I started photography in high school and this was sort of my first step into thinking creatively, at least thinking in ways of observing things and thinking that they are beautiful. And I think photography has offered a lot in that regard because before I learned anything about like composition or color or light or any of the other artistic expressions uh, that are found within photography. I simply just would look at things and think that's nice, but then getting to know and understand why they're nice, I think is a, a really, well, for me, a fun practice, but also really helpful for general public to be then able to really understand the deeper connection that that art might have to the world or uh, to the places that it's occupying. And so you might be thinking like, well, how is this related to the reading? And the way I'm relating it to the reading is that I've recently been concerned about the expression of art and the overuse of the word creativity. So to create something is to make something, to make something maybe even new. If we think of, uh, all the earth and everything in it and we think that as creation we are then uh, speculating that that eventually at one point had to come from nothing and so we can accurately claim that is that's creation that's creativity that is the manifestation of creativity because it is coming from nothing it is pure creativity pure creation and then i think of my own i guess creative journey and I can't help but raise a red flag to it because it has at some points 
been based in personal pride or maybe even personal greed of wanting to monetize it in a way that exaggerates its actual value in the place that it is occupying, which I think a lot of art does. It can be inflated because of uh, status, because of the pride of the artist or the reputation of the artist. And it doesn't actually speak to the the true beauty that it is expressing. But then again, you get down to the question of, well, what is art? What is creativity? What is what is the value of it? And it's hard not to say, well, the value of art is the value that the observer and the audience puts on it, which I think may be true. But back to what I was I was originally thinking was our version of art is destructive in nature. And I'm going to let you just sit with that for a second, because when I came across this sentence in my mind, I was sitting in a coffee shop and it really shook me. It, I didn't know what to think of it. Because this whole time I've been thinking of my photography, this is sort of the main art form that I know well, as a wonderful reflection of creation. And in that, it has been meaningful to me. The practice of photography has been a form of meditation, a form of healing, a form of uh, creating calming spaces for myself. And then to frame it in the idea of this art as being destructive was kind of destabilizing. And I'm not sure if I can fully express what I mean here, but I'll give it a go. So when I say art is destructive in nature, I'm mostly coming from the point of view that it is, Art is the restructuring and the reforming of elements in reality to create something or to make something new. I'm going to be careful with the word create um, because it gets back to creation and coming out of nothing and, um, and it being sort of a pure idea, uh, the idea of creation. But the physical manifestation of art, it's taking resources or materials from something else and it is reforming it into a expression of an individual. So even in that, I see much of the, the physical arts as almost narcissistic expressions or of pride thinking we are able to better create and change the essence of this material into something that is better than what it was made as. And you may think this is this is crazy, this is weird, that like he he doesn't know what he's talking about. But I just think in my own life experience, I have to use a lot of tools to make a photograph. One, I have to use a camera, I have to use a computer and uh, cords and memory cards and lenses and glass and all this other stuff to make an image. And most people wouldn't think twice about it, but once you start dissecting it, each photograph is, uh, well, one, it's taking light and it's changing it into pixels and using some sort of uh, technological wizardry that I don't understand fully to make a photo. And, but then all the other things that go into making it 
have come from other places. So my computer, I've talked about this before, has come from who knows where. The materials that go into making it, the glass for the screen, the Alcatara or whatever that fabric is, the material on Windows computers, um, that comes from who knows where. And then the plastic uh, that goes into the keys and the metal, where is that mined from? And then the precious metal is inside for the circuitry and the motherboard or whatever is inside a computer. <laughs> really showing my arrogance here in technology. But this has all come from, in my view, destruction. We have taken it from an ecosystem, from a landscape, and we've moved it to who knows where of a factory to then remanufacture it, remake it into something that can be then sold. And I had to spend money on these things and really probably not uh, ethically or fairly compensating for those who participated in the system of getting this to me, but I am benefiting from it. And so to call whatever I make with it creative or creativity is really, I think, inaccurate. I think it is actually destructive. And this moves me to my other point. I was thinking like, well, then can anyone claim art as being creative or can anyone claim creativity? And I think to claim creativity is a really prideful, prideful thing. I'm sure maybe other people can assign a creative attribute to you and maybe that's even honoring, but it's only honoring because it's feeding our own egos. I think the reality is the human body there's something metaphysical about that so that brings me to things like uh, such as dance the movement of our bodies or theater or the speaking that we we do and the singing these things I think take a different level of or can actually claim the word creativity but the physical manifestation of making something, I don't know if I'm comfortable with calling that creativity anymore. Sure, we can call it art. Uh, I don't think we could call it, could call it our creations or anything of that matter because in order for us to claim that title, we are saying our re-essencing of these materials are better than the original intended essence of those things. And to speak candidly here, I'm just thinking in terms of maybe medical advances. Are we taking like chemicals or the medication in its raw form and then reapplying it to save someone's life, reforming it to, to heal them? Is that better than its original essence? And I think maybe arguably that could be, but that's also not being claimed as something creative. Uh, the artistic and creative world, I think is just is littered with, with narcissism and the idea of thinking whatever we're doing is better than, or whatever we're making is better than what it was before. And often it really is not. And now am I saying that I think we should be making and recreating things for purely utilitarian purposes? 
maybe sometimes <laughs> I like that that aesthetic but then again we are still creating destruction because of our desire our arrogance to think that we know better or we think we know best for the world and that brings us back to what Barry says in the first sentences that I shared that we have lived by the assumption that what was good for us would be good for the world and to think that I think <laughs> I know how to restructure the particles in the world to be better for the world is is foolish. And I think the world and the earth does a pretty good job of creating beauty and value in itself without us maybe bastardizing it at times and creating monstrosities that we like to assign an attribute of art to. <laughs> Hopefully you're able to follow my abstract thoughts on this topic. It's one that's been bothering me a little bit as I reevaluate what it means to be someone who makes photos or who writes on a computer or who even speaks into a microphone to record this podcast. People may think or say that these are creative acts and I really have to question myself on do I agree with that or am I merely taking on the arrogance that I think I know what is best for the world by the reordering of these material things. And this might be a, a controversial episode and I'm not sure if I fully explained myself clearly but if you want to continue the conversation, you can email me. My email and contact is in the description below. And maybe even share it with someone. Maybe you know someone who is an arrogant artist. And this might, uh, might be helpful for them. Or it might just completely not be relevant. And maybe I'll look back on this episode and it'll be one of those ones where I'm embarrassed of. Or I'm uh, regretting recording and putting out there. But it did raise quite the existential dilemma for myself. So with all that said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I'll leave us with the final words. Let us go now and be attentive to the people and places around us. May we love them in ways that manifest peace, goodness, and beauty. Thank you for listening to People in Place.